Hey everyone, it's Jerry at The Fledge. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 38. And today our good friend and I, Jeremy Hurt, will be talking about renewable energy, buying local, red bike delivery, and all kinds of other things that are going on. So how are you doing today, Jeremy? I am doing well now that I'm a little warmer. Yeah, it's getting <laughs> cold out there delivering, huh? It's a NBS. Uh, have you made some deliveries today? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Why yep. don't you tell us about why you're making deliveries and tell us a bit about Red Bike Delivery. Okay, yeah. Um, it's uh, basically your um, a local um, eco-friendly response to DoorDash and the other app companies. Um, to try and uh, negate the, the the carbon emissions that we're putting out uh, by using electric vehicles. Um, I use a bike. doesn't have to be a bike as long as it's something that's, you know, not producing more carbon. So um, electric vehicles. Uh, and then, um, you know, as well as being local and keeping more money into the community and, uh, you know, not sending it out to whoever, some faceless CEO. Yeah. The restaurant industry is really struggling. Yeah. Uh, so is that's a that's a tough market to break into this last couple of years when you started Red Bike Delivery, but mm -hmm. you've been growing, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, slowly, but yeah, it's it's definitely um, better than it was, busier than it was. Um, I know that they did just do a report, and then that said um, most most restaurants said that they were doing. 33% worse than they were like months ago. So yeah. they're, they're not out of the, they're not out of the trenches yet. Oh, uh, what do you think's happening there? Because it seemed like as things were opening up and mass requirements were going away and all of that, people were getting busier in the restaurant space, but we're still having restaurants closed. I think the Outback just closed in Okemos. Mm -hmm. Uh, what do you think's going on? Are you a restaurant industry expert now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much all I've done is, is work in the restaurants and now uh, the delivery business, which is still tied to the restaurants. Um, but uh, I wouldn't call myself a, you know, a <laughs> kind of guru or anything. I just uh, see what I see. And I think, uh, I think, you know, the, the uh, latest, you know, variants and whatever, it definitely, um, put a, a hurt on the restaurants. Um, but other than that, I think, you know, everybody, it kind of, I, I feel like we as Americans, I kind of go in like cycles too. like, you get all excited about something. And like when, when the restaurants really needed help, everybody was there ordering to goes and pickups and deliveries and stuff like that. And it's kind of just waned off a little bit. Um, and maybe we need to step it back up. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I saw, I saw some similar reports and we definitely need to be supporting, mm -hmm. but it does make me cringe when I order from DoorDash and I know that, you know, the driver's getting a little bit, but DoorDash is, you know, making so much money mm -hmm. that is being sucked out of our community. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of your uh, business model here. Yeah. Uh, how do you have any, any thoughts on like where, where are DoorDash and these companies going in the future because is it sustainable to continue to do it with gas and to 
I guess they're exploiting their drivers at some sense even, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, the gig economy is a, is a tough, I mean, it has its benefits. You know, you don't have to show up to work any day if you don't want to, uh, but you also don't get any benefits, you know, um, paid sick days or vacation or anything like that. So, um, it, it's a kind of take and give with that. Um, but as, as far as like the stain, sustainability goes, like, I don't, I don't see how it could be with the fact that we're supposed to be carbon neutral within 30 years, um, to, to have, uh, eight, 800,000 deliveries. And that's right now, you know, like, and the, the, the delivery business is growing immensely. Um, yeah. the numbers that they project for, you know, the next five years are, are, they're going to more than double, uh, their business. So, um, to, to, to put even more cars out there that are putting out carbon, like, I just don't see how it's, how it could be, uh, not with the goals of like, you know, the, the, the green new deal or whatever, if that gets around to coming to fruition and, you know, just if we want the world to survive, <laughs> really, I don't think we call it any that anymore because the Republicans don't like it. So oh yeah. We yeah. call it build back better or something. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Build back better. Yeah. That whole mess. So, <laughs> so, uh, one thing that's exciting as you prepare for growth is you've got a second bike now. Mm, yeah. How's that going? Well, now I have two things to work on. So <laughs> I doubled my workload, but uh, not really because they're not both like running all the time. But it is nice because I had to order like a, an electronic part for my bike. Um, and I had a backup instead of, you know, having to lose the business uh, during that waiting period. So that was good. And then, you know, if, if when it comes when it comes to the point that I need somebody else, um, I have something available for them if they don't have their own because I can't expect everybody to have a form of electronic transportation. Not not yet, at least. Yeah. So, but you would if someone had a a scooter, mm -hmm. that would be fine. A mechanical bike mm -hmm. was that fine too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a, a, an electric car. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when the limes come back, you know, downtown and the birds and all that, you know, we can they can use those. Um, it, yeah, as long as it's yeah electric. And so, if somebody, if someone wanted to order from you now, and you're still you're you're mapping out a bunch of stuff, you're still growing with your software and all of that. Uh, how could somebody use your services right now? What's the best way for them to get involved? Um, so if you follow me on Facebook, that's a good start. Uh, cause then you can see like what's going on. Um, any restaurants that I work with, um, stuff like that. But the best way is, is really just to send me a text message, um, whether it be through Facebook or, or my business number. Um, and then, um, yeah, just let me know where you're ordering from and I'll go grab it and bring it to you. So it's, I'm going to put follow uh, Red Bike Delivery on Facebook. That's yeah. pretty easy to find. Right? Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. And do you want to share your number now? Um, if I can remember it, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the, the 231 is the area code. <laughs> yeah. They're blocking you. 231? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 680-0501. Okay. And... Uh, You've got something special and special happening right now, right? Oh yeah, yeah. We got a, a Valentine's Day special um, 
for whoever. It doesn't have to be a partner. It can be a friend, a, a sibling, a parent, um, you know, just somebody you want to send some love to. Uh, and, uh, you know, as, as well as being an entrepreneur, I'm also a published poet. So um, I would write a personalized um, Valentine's Day card for that person based on any information that you wanted to give me about them and just kind of uh, you know, make something nice for them. So it's more personalized and not just your typical Hallmark card. Uh, and then uh, you get a rose and dessert for two uh, delivered to your house for 25 bucks. Yeah. Plus yeah. tip. Plus tip. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'll be doing that. Like since it's on a Monday, I figured I'd do it Saturday, Sunday and Monday, just in case, you know, people needed the weekend to, to get things, uh, you know, when they're home, stuff like that. So, last year you did this mm -hmm. and it was pretty successful for you do you have any funny stories about the poems or anything <laughs> there, there was actually some some really uh not all of them were, were like um romantic or, or you know uh there was a lot of comedy mixed in there too which i appreciated um and that was you know like i said based on what the people told me about um the, whoever they were sending the card to uh, so that was fun. I did one that was like a, um, what is it? Snow white or the, the mirror mirror on the wall, you know, like that one. And, uh, uh, kind of broke it down for like, uh, this, this woman was getting it for her boyfriend and, uh, totally embarrassed him. Like I had, I read it at their door. Is he the one that had really nice hair? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and he loved the finger guns too. So, um, so we threw all that in there and I, uh, uh, for extra, I did, I read it at the door and they got like a dozen roses and stuff like that too. So, um, it was, it was, uh, I, he, when we were done, he said, I don't know who's more embarrassed him or me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was you. I, it, was, it was close. <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's talk about some of the other things you do and we'll go back and we'll we'll make sure we remind everybody about the valentine special at the end mm -hmm. but uh you're you're a spoken word poet but i'm not going to go there quite yet yeah you pitch a lot at 99 problems but a pitch ain't one and you just told me a plan that you have <laughs> do you want to uh talk about that a little bit because <clears throat> i love this sure yeah i think it's uh um i don't know i think it'll be fun uh the idea is basically to just pitch a different business every, you know, week or whatever, however often I can make it on the show. Um, that is kind of off the hip. Um, it could even be something that is suggested by uh, a viewer, you know, yeah. uh, and then I'll just, I'll do my best to pitch it and see if I can, uh, see if I can win with it. And what did you uh, pitch last a few days ago? Thursday. Uh, <laughs> so it was, it was a, a company called, marital arts because i i noticed how much like marshall and marital look you know like you could mistake them if you looked really fast at the word and i thought so i put the two together and just thought it would be funny to have like a uh, uh marriage counseling where you're also like trained by a judo instructor to <laughs> so you can you know you can get some aggression out and, and whatnot and um and then also you know get therapy and and, and everything you need all in one spot and do you think that so you told me maybe that people thought that was a great idea or <laughs> that it was real or uh yeah there were definitely some people that like thought it was real uh so i obviously did a pretty good job with bringing it across that uh they didn't uh 
they, yeah, they thought it was real. And then I've gotten a few comments from people uh, saying how, how uh, good of an idea it was. So who knows? Maybe it'll come to fruition. What's your, uh, what's your motive for doing that? Just to like, to be ready for anything really. Um, Cause I never know what the day is going to bring me or who I'm going to run into or when I need to like come up with something. So I figure it's like a brain exercise really. Yeah. Is, uh, has pitching, is, I think you've been pitching forever, not <laughs> starting with 99 problems, but has that, has that helped refine some things for you? What's the benefit of pitching? Do you think besides just being ready for everything? Mm -hmm. uh, are there some other benefits? Yeah, I think uh, I think being involved in that community for one is 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 a good um, benefit. You get to meet other entrepreneurs. You get to see what they're doing, and and you get to see their style of pitching too, um, and what works for them. You know, and, and I just whoever's winning, I, I tend to you know follow their their uh, equation for whatever needs to be done, and and you know add a little bit of my own spice to it, of course, but. Um, um there's it's just it's so beneficial for so many aspects of life and, and business and and just every day getting around like you you start to realize like you you build confidence for one like being on like a screen or in front of people putting an idea forward you get uh, a better feel for your business by um the things that you feel are important that's what you're presenting so like you know those are the, the what's a big deal to you so it makes you like focus on that too and uh and that'll change as as the time goes on and you'll see that you know when when your pitches change yeah do you, i think yours have evolved quite a bit and you've tried you're pretty experimental in it and yeah. i appreciate you a lot mm. uh tomorrow you've got a a, a bigger podcast you're gonna be on <laughs> uh chris buck is yep. that the uh which one is that? Michigan yeah. Premier or something like that. I, I can't. No, that's, that's oh, not I'm the sorry. right name. Uh, <laughs> it's not the Michigan Business Network, is it? No. That's the other one. There's like all kinds. I don't know. I'll, I'll get it right. Yeah. But, uh, but that'll be on Facebook. I think they'll have the video. And then uh, there's audio, too, on... Um, we're going to find a couple different here. places actually. So yeah, Should've it's just a, a quick, quick 15 minute uh, little synopsis of, of the, my day and, and what I do and things like that. So yeah, I'm looking forward to, I, I love Chris a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I think he was on the show last year. I can't remember. I was on his show. Uh, <laughs> One of the two, we, uh, you guys talked. Michigan reimagined. <laughs> there we go. Reimagined. Michigan yes. reimagined. And do you know what time that is tomorrow? Um, I got a, uh, uh, message saying something about eight o'clock in the morning. So that's when it'll be released, yeah. I suppose, but it'll be, you know, it'll be floating around forever. Yeah. We'll definitely be sharing that on the Facebook page. We like to brag about you as much as we can. <laughs> and then, uh, mm. continuing on with podcasts, you're starting your own podcast mm. coming up, right? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Which is, uh, nerve wracking <laughs> and exciting and, um, uh just you know trying to figure out the logistics behind it but uh it's gonna be set sunday nights at 10 p.m um and it'll be on all all streaming platforms uh under angified 
um, is the, I guess, entity that, that uh, will be presenting it. Uh, they do shows every day from like Metal Monday to, you know, different, uh, um, uh, they focus on, on different uh, aspects of music and stuff like that. Uh, so this will be kind of um, not, not much of a change. So it'll be focused on poetry and storytelling, uh, breaking down like the forms of poetry and, and different uh, aspects of storytelling. And then it will have like guests on to talk about their process of writing and stuff like that. Do you have a uh, favorite poet? Um, <laughs> I had one, um, but uh, <laughs> That's a long story. They got canceled. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> no not not completely. Um, uh, I, there's so many like, you know, Bukowski and 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 all the you know famous ones that uh, that come to mind. Uh, I think, like, to be honest with you, like one of my favorite poets that I've heard is is uh, somebody local. Um, his name, uh, his, Jonas, you know Jonas, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's I the stuff that he comes up with just just blows my mind. So do you uh do you think is rap poetry to you? Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean is it's supposed like rhythm rhythm and, and poetry, right? Isn't is what rap stands for, I believe. So um I think uh I think people have like given it a bad I, name and fact check that. I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> <laughs> rhythm and poetry, I'm telling you. Uh, uh, but I, I think, I think people have given it a bad name over the years and, and like not understood like the complexity behind, behind rap music and the, the, the skill that it takes, you know, some people think it's just talking, but it's so much more like than that. So I've, I've just like been immersing myself in the hip hop community and, and getting to know it much better, like recently. So yeah. Uh, it's there's the, and I, you know, I didn't realize all the intricacies to it until recently, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's in depth. For when, sure. when you first started pitching, I think for sure your spoken word and your poetry work helped you get over that initial fear of being in front of a crowd of mm. the shaking in your voice. <laughs> you know, you still see that um, from time to time with the people that are first pitching, mm -hmm. but then by the fifth pitch, that's all gone. Yeah. I mean, you, you kind of forget about that wall, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I don't, I don't even really think about anything. Like I'm just here talking, you know, and, and whoever's watching is watching, I guess. <laughs> like it's, you definitely, um, yeah. Get over that, uh, fear. At least I have. Um, and yeah, the, this doing the open mics and stuff like that, definitely. Cause that's, man, that's some, that's some nerve wracking stuff doing an open mic in front of people you don't know. <laughs> and they're yeah. all there just, you know, and they're all they're they're cause they're colleagues too. And, and you know, with, so you want to impress them as much as you can and, uh, leave a, leave a good uh, mark for yourself. So, um, do you think pitching helps you like you MC a lot of things too, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think that might've been where I first met you or you were emceeing something. Mm -hmm. And uh, you think that pitching and emceeing and all of this kind of leads together as uh, would you have done podcasting a few years ago? <laughs> no, <clears throat> no, um, not maybe, maybe if it was like, uh, like the old, like where there was no video and like I could just hide or something, but I, it, it would have been hard to get me, uh, on that, 
Um, I actually just made a, uh, a song with some friends uh, where I'm uh, taking the lead vocals and that's like never happened before. Oh, that's <laughs> so awesome. like, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's been really, um, Oh God, what's the word? Um, refreshing. It's been, it's just been like, it's been nice to like breathe, you know, and like just let myself be like, and not feel so judged or anything. Yeah. Yeah transformational yes uh what what is what's your dream for red bike delivery um to see it like all over the country would be really cool whether that's like a franchise or you know some other way but um to definitely you know get in in more cities um and become a uh a standard for delivery yeah. I, uh, I love the idea. I think it's, it's going to go that way. Cars will become electrified. Mm -hmm. And do you think that you're building your competitive advantage in that area right now? Mm. I mean, can uh, DoorDash snap their fingers and have electric vehicles? You know, it's so like, everything that I have thought or every, every advantage that I thought that I had over DoorDash and like being able to do these certain things, um, they're slowly implementing. Like, I feel like they're tapped into my head sometimes <laughs> because like, like literally, um, you know, one of the things was like, I can stop at the store and, and do this and that. And now they can, they do that. And, uh, you know, they're delivering everything from plants to liquor to, to food to whatever. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, tough to keep up with anything like with a giant you know um so that's why you know i i focus on the community and uh local uh businesses and stuff like that because that that's where i'll make my mark here at least um it's not gonna be you know like uh delivering for applebee's or something you know it just isn't what i want to do with this yeah. you know i want to support those businesses that have been getting getting the the, the rough end of the deal do you do you think we have all these campaigns, shop local, shop mm -hmm. local all over the place. Mm -hmm. Do you think people forget about the, the services that support the local shopping? Mm. Like, am I shopping local when I use DoorDash to order from LS Taco? Mm. Yeah, I mean, yes, in, in a way, yeah. Um, you're, you could, you could be doing more, <laughs> you know, like, because, because, um part of most of um, a, a high percentage i'll say of the money that you're even spending at l as at l as taco te teco however you say it i know i always pronounce it wrong but uh you had to pick the one restaurant i can't pronounce in the city um <laughs> uh, uh a percentage of that is going to to those companies so um, they take food money yes yes yeah i don't charge the restaurants don't pay anything to me. So um, just a small delivery fee and, and a tip is. I wonder how much of the margin got cut out of the restaurants that made them more vulnerable because nobody could go to the restaurant. So you had to either pick up or deliver. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to pick up or deliver, you might as well have it delivered. Mm -hmm. And then LS makes 
less. You, we can just call them LS. <laughs> LS uh, makes less money on that transaction. Right, right. right? Yeah. It's kind of like one of those, you know, like they're, they're probably getting business that they may not have gotten, but like they're, they're, the work that they're doing isn't equal to the profit that they're making, you know, either. So, um, you know, they still got to pay a cook to cook all that stuff. So like, uh, and they have to, you know, have a manager there. Um, I think most restaurants have to have, or all restaurants have to have like somebody that's, you know, uh, educated in like the serve safe there at all right. times. Um, whether that be a manager or their cook or, you know, whoever, as long as somebody's there, but so that could be an extra person. Um, and then, you know, so you're still paying these people, you're still paying to keep your lights on, but you're making less. So it's, it's, it hurts. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you, well, as we, we, we got about five minutes left. What are we forgetting to talk about? Um, <clears throat> what else is there? What else did we forget? What else? Uh, oh, uh, so that there's a that social media platform that I'm on called Band Lab. Yeah, that's uh, where like uh, my music is, and I have a, a song that's trending in metal and rock right now, like two different songs. Uh, so that's pretty shocking, actually. <laughs> like uh, that people people are listening to it, uh, but it's cool if you're like a musician and you want to like check out like something that's that allows people to uh, collaborate and. Um, uh, check out each other's music and stuff like that with a free little DAW in it. Uh, Band Lab is a, is a really cool spot. Um, they've got, they're, they're, and they're always, they're growing too. They got podcasts and stuff. And um, that's where I met the people that I'll be doing my podcast through. So. Um, so bandlab.com yep. is what it is. The future of music. Yeah. <laughs> one, uh, of, one of the futures. Twitch is blocking me today. I don't know why. So uh, as uh, as we kind of wrap up, how how can we as a community support you? Like, what are some things we can do? We can, the Valentine's Day, obviously. Mm. We can find you on Facebook and follow you and order from you. Yep. Uh, what else can we do to support you? Um, just... Uh... You know, if you see anything on, yeah, share anything on, you know, social media, stuff like that. Um, just, uh, you know, even if you, even if you can't like use my services or you don't need them, like maybe your friend does or something like that. So like just talking about it, just making people aware that I'm around. Um, cause without, you know, without being known, like it's, it's hard to do anything. So, um, so yeah, just spread the word. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. I, I thought of one as you were talking. Mm. How safe are these streets out here? <laughs> Lansing is not the best city for riding a bike in. Um, so, like, just like a, a, my public service announcement is, like, if you see a bike on the road, like, it's there for a reason. First of all, like, we're supposed, supposed to. It's the law. Um, and, uh, like, especially now with the snow and the sidewalks, probably maybe shoveled and the, you know, the, the, the curbs maybe, or the shoulders maybe plowed, you know? So like, there's not many other places to go. And, and trust me, like, we're all just trying to get from point A to point B safe. So, you know, don't yeah. be, a, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. <laughs> I should give you that NFT, that fledge fly that says that. Um, 
since you said it on the show. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Valentine's Day special. Find Red Bike Delivery on Facebook. Support your local re restaurants. And don't forget the people that service your local restaurants that are also local. Support them as well, please. And electrification is happening. Mm -hmm. And electric vehicles are coming. So start leaning that way because you'll be getting in and on the future uh, sooner rather than later. Absolutely. Dude, thank you so much for coming on the show. I hope you're safe out there. I hope you're warm out there. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, take us out with something. Um, buy electric and uh, uh, be nice to each other. We're all just trying to get through this life the best we can. Yeah. Love you, man. Love you too. Love you all out there. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for watching another episode of Every Damn Day. Thank you, Jeremy. Yes, sir. Thank you, Red Bike Delivery. <laughs> <laughs>